Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. Today is part two of a series of shows about money, and I'm calling this Surfing the Grabby Waves. So we are going to look at triggers like fear or secrets around money and where we start getting grabby with the waves. And sometimes we can go along with some of the small talk around money, and it turns out that that isn't quite honoring your money space. And so sometimes when we're looking at kind of these hot topics, it's uh, easy to start going unconscious. <laughs> so uh, we'll go into a light trance state early on in the show. And um, you just want to be aware of those pockets of uh, energy where you don't want to look at it, or it seems vacant, or like a big black hole, like what you know, you might be able to see other parts of energy around your space and then don't want to look somewhere. So any of that, you just want to be aware and observe and don't judge yourself. You're just kind of on this mission to find what's in your space about money. And sometimes you'll find some really great stuff. And other times you'll be like, oh my God, <laughs> but you may not want to move the energy around today, uh, but you want to know that it's there. So uh, we don't need to be scared, but uh, we are going to be looking at fear and secrets and kind of the energy of it. Uh, but that doesn't mean you need to be in fear to look at it. <laughs> so this is why we're going to put you in a light trance state like early on. So you can just listen to what I'm saying and start flying around your space, looking at your energy. So sometimes we want stuff so bad that we want to get really grabby with the waves, but we already have the whole world already. Uh, we have all the waves, whether you have money or not, uh, but sometimes we forget. And you might have more money today uh, than you did in the past, but uh, you might have less, but that doesn't mean that you'll never get any more money either. So anything can happen. There's like lots of possibilities. So in my examples in the show, I will use the same number five to just pick on the number five, which in numerology uh, is more like a party number, a happy number, but we'll keep it to the numeral five. And hopefully it's uh, a neutral number for you. And I do have a show about all the different numbers and the energies behind them uh, that might help you if you uh, seem to get stuck on a certain number. Um, so these grabby waves show up everywhere, whether you're scrimping or saving or lending or demanding, whether you're being shy or being courageous. And these waves can come with lots of judgments. So we're going to take a look at the money spaces around you. And is it current? Is it in present time? Is it in your aura or in your body or somewhere else? <laughs> and uh, we want to look at any of the old money issues that might be lurking. So we'll look at the money energy of friends and family that have been in your life and look at where you are in that mix. 
And it might bring up all sorts of energies like success or financial struggle or competition, um, maybe some of the ancestral wealth. And we want to look at what works for you and what might not work for you. You want to know both sides of it. So right now, let's just have you settle into that light trance state as I talk. So you want to just take a deep breath and settle into that space behind your eyes. And we kind of want to use that sixth chakra, that third eye energy to be able to look at all these other interesting energies around money. Great. So from the base of the spine to the center of the earth, I'd like you to just allow that connection to occur. where you're connected to the earth, you're acknowledging it, you're acknowledging this beautiful planet that we're on that has lots of money circulating it at all times. <laughs> and just uh, allow some of that energy to flow into your space. And you might release some of uh, the energy that is not in present time back to the center of the earth. So anything along the way that you're like, oh, I don't need that energy anymore. You can just release it to the center of the earth. The earth's been around a long time. It knows lots of things about money and how to handle it. So uh, you can trust in the earth in this moment. You can allow some of that earth energy to start to flow up the soles of the feet, through the legs, into those hips that first chakra at the base of the spine. You can allow some of that earth energy to start to flow up the spine, over the shoulders, down the arms, and up the palms of the hands. And just allow some of that earth energy to continue through the fifth chakra at the throat, sixth chakra center of the head, seventh chakra at top of the head. And we want to also notice as you look at your space. And when I talk about different examples about money, uh, what's happening to your hands and feet. So sometimes there's a lot of that giving and receiving transactional type of energy that some of us use our hands as little energy mitts <laughs> as you go about your day. Sometimes it's really um, tied to how we walk into a room, how we leave a room, like the motion of going in and out of money spaces. Uh, might have a lot to do with what's happening with the feet chakras. But we all have different sort of flavors of this. So for now, i like you to connect to our sun and just allow some of that cosmic energy to start to flow through the top of your space, top of the head. You might see it as a giant golden sun above your head. And just let that start to filter through your space through the back channels of the spine into that first chakra, mixing with the earth energy. It's going to start to flow up the front channels. Some of that solar light will flow through the legs, flow through the arms, flow through the heart, flow through the upper chakras, and it kind of makes a little fountain out the top of your head. 
Some of that cosmic light will filter through that grounding cord into the center of the earth. And some of that earth energy will flow out of you as well, out the top of your head, back to the sun. We like to keep this pretty fluid as far as the energy moving in and out. And sometimes your energy is going to stick out and you're going to know exactly what your energy is. And other times as we start to hear different examples, especially in the money space, you might notice an energy that's not yours. So if that's the case, you can imagine a little spotlight out in front of you and just imagine that energy going into that spotlight you want to look at it a little closer. You can also allow some of that energy to release or all of it, however you want to do that. You can use a rose out in front of you and just allow that energy to go into the rose and you can destroy that rose. You can release it to the center of the earth. You can let it just sort of explode like a little firework. But usually the rose uh, idea, you're creating and destroying roses, it helps you to uh, remind yourself that you are actually uh, able to create and destroy energy all within your own world. So you're getting your freedom back just by looking at a rose, having it suck up energy. You're not really interested at the moment, letting it go away, dissipate, release, however you want to call that uh, to yourself. And then you just create another rose. Keep going. So it's just kind of a little cycle of life that we're kind of looking at here. And that cycle of energy. And it's going back to the earth. Like I say, the earth's been around a long time and knows a lot of stuff. And definitely a lot of stuff about money. So um, our first example today is that um, as I start talking, I'd like you to start looking around your space. Let's have that aura around you about 12 inches above you, below you, side to side. And that aura has lots of layers and you can get into which layer certain energy was hanging out in, you know, later. But for now, it can just be all one thing. Kind of on top of your aura or on top of that crown chakra, I'd like you to just have that area be this sky blue energy. So you're kind of telling the universe that you are not getting involved right now. You're just looking and you have a lot of certainty about that. So let's just have that blue energy above your head. It can be on the outside of your aura. You're going to ground that aura into the center of the earth. And any energy that you'd like to release out of your space, but maybe you want to look at it before you totally let it disappear. (laughs) You can have the spotlight out in front of you and you can ground that too. So anything that you come across, you can ground it to the center of the earth. You can use your grounding cord. You can use the grounding cord that's connected to the spotlight. You can create another grounding cord for whatever reasons you want to. And then uh, we just let them go at the end of the show. So when I keep saying the word money, I'd like you to look around your space and see where you are. So like I say, the earth knows lots of things about money. So where is that in your space? Is it in your head? Is it in your heart? Is it in a layer of your aura? Is it nowhere? 
just sort of notice that space. And it's okay. Where, wherever it is, that's where it is right at the moment. And if there's a piece of that money energy that you'd like to have show up somewhere else, like maybe you want all the money pictures you have and all that energy around money and the conversation about it, you want it in your right elbow for whatever reason. And that's okay. But right now you might be looking at it in a different place in your body or your aura. Maybe it's in a chakra. So just notice when I say the word money, where is it in your space? Where does it like to hang out? And if you'd like it to be in a different place, you can change that now. Just sort of notice what's happening. Great. So the next piece that we're going to move on to is I'd like you to look around your space to see where you might be healing someone else's money space. So you might use the spotlight in this scenario um, because sometimes we don't know. Like super sensitive psychic folks move pretty fast and we move through energy pretty fast all the time. And so we might have healed someone and just kept going. And never looked back, never thought about it again. So uh, let's just have uh, that little spotlight out in front of you. And I'd like you to let it be big enough to just show you any of the money spaces you might be healing. And it's probably tied to a person. It might be person, place, or thing, but it's probably a person or a group of people. So just notice And if it's a lot, that's okay. It's good to know. It just shows me that you have a lot of capacity. (laughs) If there's a whole bunch of people showing up. And if it's one or two, good for you. That shows me that you have a lot of discernment. So either way, there's no judgment. There's no right or wrong here. Okay. So any of those folks you might have seen out in front of you, I'd like you to just release them. Maybe into a rose. Maybe just let them go down the grounding cord. Just clear off that spotlight. So sometimes we heal our workspaces. And sometimes we do this so everyone can have a job and it can be a happy place. (laughs) Sometimes it's so we don't get fired. Um, So we want to look at the pockets of fear that might be around your workplace. And sometimes it's from like three workplaces ago. So in that spotlight, you might need to make it a little bigger. I'd like you to just show yourself what other workspaces are you still healing? And these workspaces have money attached to it. But sometimes we have no control over what is happening with the money space. And so sometimes as super sensitive psychic person, you're just like healing out of fear. You're just like, oh my God, everything's going to not work out. So I got to do a something. You can't control it sometimes. Um, so any places where you're still healing that workplace from like, you know, 2000, could you release that down the grounding cord? It's okay. Because it's 2022 now. Just release it back to the center of the earth. Maybe there's people attached. Maybe there's a building attached. 
Maybe there's some big project. So we want to look around for the fear that might still be lurking if you're waiting for money. Sometimes we're waiting for money in the workplace. Sometimes uh, there's other pieces to this where we need to pay a bill, big or small. It's still sort of tied to like if you get a promotion or something to do with the workplace or some type of payout. So keep looking around your space for any other fear that's kind of connected to the exchange of money. And just sort of notice like which chakra might be showing up. Sometimes we start to feel it uh, or experience it way deep inside our body. And it's really kind of that chakra energy that's talking to you. Sometimes it's in the skeleton. Sometimes it's in the muscles. You might want to check around for any hands and feet sort of energy and those little chakras that might be talking to you. So just sort of notice those different pieces of fear that might be floating around. The fear of not having money, not having a job, people around you losing their job, anything about the workplace, anything about what happens after you go to the workplace, then maybe you have to go pay a bill. And that whole cycle, can you just put that out in the spotlight out in front of you? Just notice all those parts and pieces. It's not like you go to work and you get paid at the end of the day. That usually doesn't quite happen a lot. Sometimes I guess it does, but sometimes it doesn't. So like there's a lot of other steps between you working and then the getting paid part. And then what happens after you get paid or the money comes into your account, then what, like there's more steps So just kind of look at all the steps and any place where it just seems exhausting, could you just ground that into the center of the earth? If you'd like to take a rose and have it go around your space and collect any of that exhaustion energy around the circulation of money, that would be great. And these are some of the things we don't think about every single day. But energetically, it's happening to you. So it doesn't need to be perfect. You just need to acknowledge that it's there. And there might be a lot of steps, but you don't need to feel exhausted. You have a choice. So just keep looking. Look at the layers of your aura. Look at those chakras. The first chakra is tied to the base of the spine. The second chakra is just below the navel. And the third chakra is like the solar plexus. Four chakras at the heart. But you might find other energy centers along that path. There's more than seven, but we kind of only talk about seven of them. So just notice that space. And if you're noticing, oh gosh, there's way more fear than I thought, <laughs> I'd like you to just look at what you might need here. Do you need more information? 
Do you need to ask for help? Is the fear doing something like it's part of a process of some kind? And sometimes uh, fear is also change. So it might actually be change energy, but it shows up as fear first. Sometimes that can also be anger, but in this case with money, it's usually just goes straight to fear. So it could just be a change in the money space and it just brings up the fear. So just take a look around any of that. And sometimes it can be from the past. So this fear of a changing money environment is something that happened maybe 10 years ago or two years ago or five years ago, and you're still there. You're still back there. So I'd like you to just let that get grounded out. You can use a rose out in front of you, collecting that energy of fear. might want to look at the back of your space, below your feet, side to side, out in front of you. And just let that rose dissipate, release, explode. Great. So sometimes, as a super sensitive psychic person, you become aware that there really is a money problem. Like there's something that needs to be fixed. And we, you find out before it's even like talked about out loud. And so it could be at work, it could be your friends or family situations. And um, it's usually a case where you can't tell anyone. You can't sort of share these intuitive feelings you might be having, let's say, in the workplace. Um, And you have to keep it to yourself. So now we start moving from sort of that fear energy to the energy of secrets. So not only might it be a money issue or money Um, having something to do with the energy of money itself, but that there's also a secret attached to it. So that's why this money stuff is so complicated is because in our everyday life, it might be a little, you know, molecule of the energy of money. And then it's stuck with some fear and it's like stuck with a secret attached to it. Maybe a couple of lies in there, Uh, a lot of smoke and mirrors, And then it's hard to decipher what that energy is unless you're in trance like right now. So let's just take a deep breath before we move on to the energy of secrets. I'd like you to just be in that space behind your eyes. You've been flying around your space. So let's just come back to like a home base. Notice that you're still connected to the center of the earth. You're still connected to the sun. The sun also has seen everything, so that's good. Uh, Just notice that your space is um, collected around you. You have that aura very close to your body. You might have released some energies. You're calling in a little more cosmic and earth energy into your space. So you're supported. And now we're going to look at secrets. (laughs) 
So anyway, out in front of you, let's just have that spotlight ready for all the secrets. You might have a bunch of roses out there too. If you want to have those roses start to collect all the different kinds of secrets. Sometimes we get into the analytical part of the energy, but you don't need to do that. You don't need to sort and categorize everything. So sometimes these secrets around your space, they can look like a crumpled piece of paper. They can look like a dandelion or like some other weed, little plant. Uh, Sometimes these secrets look like a little gift box, you know, and then you open up the gift box and there's like fear inside. (laughs) So I'd like you to just look around your space and notice any of the little parts and pieces, little pictures of energy that don't make sense to you. Like, what is that doing there? Why is there a locket? Why is there a, you know, a weird bugle horn flying around my space? What is that? So I'd like you to, any of those things, I'd like you to put that into that spotlight out in front of you. Maybe have a rose collect it. Just sort of notice all those different types of energies. doesn't matter really what they look like. But they're all different kinds of secrets. And sometimes as a sensitive person, you're just sort of going about your day. You've healed a couple of stuff, a couple of different situations. And then, you know, here comes the secrets and you're like, well, can't deal with that (laughs) because you're in the middle of your day. And so it just kind of collects in your own space. And we all do this. It's not like we're trying to go for perfect, um, some type of perfect picture here. So we're just moving these secrets out. Sometimes they're very old. So you want to just put that in a rose, release it back to the center of the earth. And I'd like you to do this again. So as I'm talking, I'd like you to look around for any of the sort of secret energy that you might have had to play along with. So like I was saying, you're in the middle of your day, all this stuff's happening, you know, you're trying to be super present time in the power of now, (laughs) and these secrets are coming at you rapid fire from other people. You haven't even gotten to your secrets yet, and somehow you just got to play along with like the energy in front of you, and um, that's kind of like another type of secret. So sometimes you'll notice that there's risks that people are taking with their money and they're trying to hide that, but you actually might be seeing the energy. So anywhere you might be uh, familiar with somebody else's secrets around the risks they're taking with money, I'd like you to let that come out of your space. And out in front of you, you might have a big rose out there to collect that space. You might have a certain color. Great. So if somebody around you is, you know, a really big gambler and they can't tell anyone for whatever reason, they're not, you know, verbal about that, that could be uh, a type of risk and a type of secret at the same time. So any other energy you might find in your space having to do with savings or inheritance or taxes or anything to do with wills, 
like you to notice any of those type of little documents or they might look like um, banker boxes around your space. I'd like you to just notice anywhere you might have to go along with somebody else's energy about how they're saving their money or what they're going to do with an inheritance. Any of that energy. And sometimes it comes with other pictures, other energies. It might come from a time period if it's an inheritance. It may not make sense to you because it's not your energy. So I'd like you to just let all of that just come out of your space and into a rose out in front of you. Ground that rose. Let it explode or go back to the center of the earth. Great. So another energy you might have picked up along the way is the energy of retirement. And sometimes just cruising the internet, you'll start, I'm sure I'm going to get like a whole bunch of weird emails now from, because I said the word retirement. Anyway, anything to do with a 401k, um, what you're going to do when you retire, uh, if you're going to retire, you know, how somebody's still working when they can retire, just all that stuff. It's a whole bunch of judgment and it's probably not yours since, you know, you have other stuff you're doing with your psychic space. So let's put any of that energy of retirement that's coming from anywhere else, anybody you know or don't even know, but like you heard it, somebody talking behind you. You don't, didn't even see their face. I'd like you to put that out into a rose in front of you. Have that rose sort of become a vacuum cleaner and just collect all that retirement energy, all that worry, fear, any of the risk stuff that happens with retirement, any of the taxes, any of those pieces. Could you just let that come out of your space? And let's explode that rose, release it however you'd like. Great. Okay, we're moving along through the secrets. So sometimes uh, there's this expectation energy. So as we kind of move through the different stages of life, there's like the finishing up of school and, you know, graduating and any of those big markers come with a lot of expectations. So if you got married or if you got divorced or if, I don't know, just any big markers in your life come with this expectation and somebody actually looking at your space and deciding how, how your money space is going. So any of that expectation, like let's say you've got a new job. And they're like, well, that's great. You probably, you know, are increasing your salary or whatever. Whatever the judgment is, just put it into that rose out in front of you, a new one. Just have it collect any of that energy about expectation. Because what I'm finding is that it's not that the person who's thrown around the judgment or... um the awareness of your money space. It's not like they really care deeply <laughs> about it, but they just sort of throw the energy around and we don't need that. So just have the, another rose out in front of you and I'd like you to just collect all of that expectation energy. 
and just release that rose. Let it go back down, grounding cord. Have it release down into the center of the earth. That expectation energy can be used for other stuff at the center of the earth. Which leads me to this next thing about the judgment of how well you're doing this lifetime. Like, did you peak in high school and that was it? (laughs) You know, there's always somebody around you that's talking about how they peaked or that was like the pinnacle of their career or any of those other markers. Could you just uh, create a rose out in front of you and let that rose collect all of that different energy? of how well you're doing because it is a comment on your money space and it's buried in a whole bunch of judgment so just let that rose go back to the center of the earth great Right. And so some of that judgment likes to hide us like a big secret as somebody was evaluating your money space and how well you're doing. And uh, the secret energy keeps sort of building. So you want to look around your space around who is around you right now that you could tell if you won the lottery. Like, who would not give you a hard time if you suddenly got a new car or a house or took a big vacation? Like, who could handle that? Who would be like, oh, that's so great. Good for you. Have a great time. (laughs) And sometimes uh, folks around you just like to tease you, like whatever accomplishment it is. Um... And sometimes it's uh, really closer to judgment. And sometimes people just do this out of habit. They're not really thinking about you personally. So let's look for the places where you have um, these ideas, where you're kind of holding out hope that if you did win the lottery... You know, there would be this group of people around you that you could share it with. So sometimes you have that already, and sometimes you need to work on that piece. And if you notice, like, oh, I can't deal with that right now. Um, Let me add some numbers to it. So let's say you win $50,000 somehow. Does that start to get weird? Is there a twist happening in your space? If I say the number $500,000, where do you where do you go? Do you need to hide? <laughs> if I say $5 million, where does that start to get weird? Or if I say $5 million, Where does it feel really great? Do you feel connected? Do you have people around you that are supportive? Like, where does that energy hang out? So any of those pieces, I'd like you to just let those fall into roses out in front of you 
or into that spotlight, down the grounding cord. You can just release that rose or those roses. Okay, so now we're going to take a little side journey here where we're going to look for the places where you have no problems with money at all. So somehow it just shows up or the resources are there or the stuff is there. Um, For example, I've always had computers and they've always been easily replaced like my whole life. Like it makes no sense. Um, And in the workplace, I've always had the IT folks give me an extra screen, a Mac and a PC. Um, There were times when I had like a couple of laptops and four or five computers, like It just made no sense. And I would be the only one. And the person next to me wouldn't have anything new. Um, And I would always get the new stuff. Like, I don't even know how this is happening. Um, So look at where it's been really easy. So some folks have, you know, books given to them all the time. Um, Maybe they have a really big house. That was really easy. Maybe they have all the furnishings they would ever want in their home. Like, look where it's not a problem at all. Because we all have certain flavors of where the money part is really easy in a particular area. And we want to know where the easy stuff is. So just notice where that is. So any other energy that comes with the vibration of things are easy in this area of money, I'd like you to just put a rose out in front of you, let that energy go into that rose, and just release it. Because now we want to look at the situations where it's super hard. So an example is when I get a flat tire. I literally lose my mind. But I've always had some kind of car my whole life. So that part's been easy. It's the keeping of the four tires that I have a problem with. So it's like I should not be worried or upset because I usually have, you know, three good tires. Just one's not good. (laughs) Like it's, I need a new one. Um, But you would think that, I don't know, I've I've lost everything. I've lost all the money, uh, you know, I don't know. I've just lost everything the minute I get a flat tire. And so um, where is that coming from? Why is it so um, hurtful? (laughs) So I'd like you to look around your space for any areas like that where it's just, you know, you got a little piece of the money thing. You got a little piece of probably a past life stuck in there. And then like, it's hurtful. It hurts. You don't want to look at it. Like, where is that in your space? It may not be a tire. Maybe it's when you see a bug. Just where is the thing that is so, uh, hurts you so bad? And it's like the mundane things. Maybe it's every time you have to take out the garbage. You just lose your mind. Where is that space? It's like, you know, the tire can't be 
uh, changed to a brand new tire fast enough for me. It doesn't matter if I'm pulled off on the side of the road and a tow truck came and changed out the tire. Like, it's still not fast enough. (laughs) So look at where that unreasonable expectation is. And I'd like you to let that flow out of your space into that rose. And just release it. Because what I'm really looking for is if I'm still in a past life situation, and that's why I am so irrational, because I'm trying to figure out what's current and what's in the past. And so, like, did the wheel of my covered wagon fall off, and I'm still back there, (laughs) making the trek across the U.S., you know, in the pioneer days, and the wheel fell off, and, like, we all died. I mean, maybe something like that happened. I don't know. You know, did my loot of gold during the gold rush, did it fall off the train track? You know, am I still upset about that? Like, my God, what happened to me? (laughs) So anywhere, it's like super hard for you. You're completely irrational. You know, there's something where you're going to have to pay for a new tire, you know, new wheel on the wagon, whatever. I'd like you to just let all that energy and that strife and those hurtful vibrations, I'd like you to just put that in a rose out front of you. Have that rose collect any of the other pieces of energy that might be lurking. All the past lives that are with that energy. I'd like you to release it into that rose. it and it can just explode it can go back to the center of the earth because in present time I'm probably doing just fine like maybe I have the inconvenience of a tire that's not fully inflated (laughs) even if the sensor on the car now they have the sensors for the tires if the sensor goes off like you know you need a little bit of air in your tire I like totally freak out to this day so well maybe not now after this this uh show maybe i fixed it i don't know i'll find out so just take another deep breath let's come back into that center of your head just sort of notice that you're a sound mind and body you're in a light trance you're not in a pioneer situation you're not in a past life right now you're in present time all right so we want to look at this again take another look um and want to just notice that we can put another rose out in front of us and i'll give you another example so sometimes uh in my household if i don't have tinfoil or plastic baggies in the house I think I'm a loser. And yet I'm running out of food all the time and have no problem filling up the fridge with food. But if it's tinfoil or baggies, it's like, oh my God, like I've just destroyed something. It's so weird. Um, So this seems mundane, but when you're having sort of a bad day already and then you go to use a baggie and there's none left and you're, you're out. Oh my God. 
So um, I've noticed this about myself a long time ago, so it's not such a big trigger, but you want to look for those places where if something went missing, where do you lose your mind? You just want to know where those things are. Because you're going to need money to go get some more tinfoil or plastic baggies. And so, unfortunately, this money energy could be a real fun space, but something about the everyday mundane sort of world gets in there and just makes it all sort of messed up or not as fun or... So that's why we release this energy. So just take another look around your space of where you lose your mind there's an article of clothing or some other household good that goes missing and you freak out, can't fix it fast enough. Because those energies are circulating where it looks like a money problem, and it could be, but it might sort of point to other energies that are floating around your space, and sometimes it's that past life piece. I don't think I had plastic baggies or tinfoil in my covered wagon during the pioneer days. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it's present time problem, but just keep looking around your space. And if you just notice other unconscious energies where it's kind of fuzzy, or maybe you don't want to look behind you or whatever, I'd like you to let that energy go into a rose out in front of you. Just release that energy grounded to the center of the earth, let it release, let it disappear. Okay. So we're going to do another example. And we kind of talked about this already, but I'm kind of going in a circle here. So let's say you make a big wad of cash. And you have discovered that no one around you could really handle that information. And it somehow triggers this kind of a death of the ego. So let's say you had some sort of accomplishment. You got this big wad of cash. And then you realize like, oh my God, my friends can't handle this. Whatever that is. And it's like you got your ego all fired up and excited. And then it's a big big letdown. And yet you've had a very big accomplishment and you have, you know, the money box was totally checked. <laughs> so sometimes uh, in that accomplishment and that amazingness that's happening to you, you find yourself surrounded by the not quite the right people you want around you. And sometimes it's okay that it's only three or four people. And sometimes we want more than that around us that can share in our success. And so being able to share that part of ourselves is a big deal. Sometimes it's not for some folks. Sometimes it is. So it, sometimes it depends on what the big cash was for. So big lot of cash was for. So um, I'd like you to just look around your space that who would sort of be able to handle $5 million coming your way. And who sort of wouldn't be able to handle it around your space? 
Sometimes the folks are um, in different layers of the aura, different parts of the body. It's not that they're necessarily in your money space before you've even made the big wad of cash, <laughs> but they can be. So you just want to check. It's like, do you have the right folks around you to share that information? And if you don't, is that okay? Would you like to change it? Would you like some uh, easiness happening with that? Sometimes um, the judgment comes in a form of uh, embarrassment. Or you're worried that the folks around you might ask you for money that you just made. You know, whatever those sort of pieces of energy, maybe they're judgments, maybe it's just an observation. Just notice where it would be easier to talk to strangers. Great. So just put any of that energy in a rose out in front of you and let's destroy it. Let's just let it go. So let's put up another rose. We're going to look at this energy another time. So if you've inherited anything in your life, we want to release that energy. So it doesn't matter if it's $50 or $50,000. Or a big, fat trust fund. Whatever that is, I'd like you to just release that inheritance energy off the money. You may not even have it anymore. Maybe you spent it. Maybe you bought a house. Maybe you did something else with it. Maybe you gave it away. But there's something different when you inherit a house versus cash or a bank account. So any of that energy... That feels kind of weird. Feels like it's not yours. Feels like there's like a big banking energy in the way. I'd like you to release that into a rose out in front of you. Like everybody was having a great time. And then it got super serious. So any of that serious inheritance money, uh, money energy, I'd like you to just release that into that rose out in front of you. Grounded to the center of the earth. Let it dissolve, disappear. Great. So now that we've sort of moved all of those things around, I'd like to get back to more of the secrets. So other times, folks around us get really adept at pretending to being poor. <laughs> I can barely say that. Um... I'm not sure why folks think that's okay, but it doesn't honor anyone's money space. And um, this pretending like you don't have money when you do is a very, very much a dishonoring of the money space. And so sometimes that vibration um, is still running when you really didn't have any money or they didn't and it's long past and they're still pretending or they're pretending to care about like saving money or they're worried about retirement when they're really not. They're going to get a big giant pension. <laughs> so take a look at some of that uh, money 
conversations that might still be happening in your space. And it's usually attached to a little bit of a lie. And sometimes it comes back to this thing of where you can't tell anyone. And so maybe they do have a fabulous pension and that's great for them, but they don't know how to share that with you. And that's okay too. So just put a rose out in front of you and any of that energy around the secrets uh, in conversation that people sort of have to keep up, keep acting like they don't have money when they do. Could you let that come out of your space? And just release that rose down to the center of the earth. Great. So the last piece of this is that I'd like you to put out a rose out in front of you. And if um, you think about your space, your money space, and you just received, let's say, $15 million or $50 million, what would you like other people uh, to sort of express their reaction? What would you like that to be? How would you like them to act? If it is somebody that you can tell, would it be laughter? Would it be full of joyful surprise? Would there be teasing? Would it be like super boring? Oh, congratulations. Like they don't even care. Like, what do you need to hear? Do you want somebody to be clapping for you? What would a real genuine loving reaction be like for you? So if you have a giant windfall, $50 million. How would you like to tell someone and have them react to that? Just notice that space. So just let that go into a rose out in front of you. Any of that sort of confusion energy. And that's your homework for today is to think about that space, who you would tell who's around you, who could have it. So we'll do a third part to this show uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for more. Venus Amdrecht and Summer Mixtrap. surfing the psychic waves with me today on inflowradio.com you can find me on twitter at christina surfing or find me surfing the psychic waves on soundcloud or on facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing this show is brought to you by inflowradio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.